Hello and welcome to The Gold Podcast. I'm Helena Beard, the editor of Gold, and I'm delighted to be bringing you this bonus episode. Last week, myself and assistant editor Isabel O'Brien attended the Next Farmer Summit, and it was a fantastic occasion, bringing together some of farmers great and good for two days of insightful sessions, all of which offered brilliant discussion and some really thought-provoking content. In this bonus podcast episode, I'll be bringing you a few of my own reflections on the conference and later, Isabel will be chatting to Dario Safarich, founder and chairman of the Next Farmer Summit. He reflects on this year's event, discussing the main themes, the highlights and the challenges that stood out to him, his thoughts on what action farmer needs to take over the coming months and years, plus where the rest of 2022 might take the industry. For me, the discussions at the Next Farmer Summit highlighted a critical need to collaborate across the industry. Time and again, the same messages were being shared by the speakers. Farmer is trying to drive the same outcomes, but it's all approaching it differently. And while that's okay to an extent, and it's expected as well, taking a step back to find the collaborative sweet spot could be revolutionary for the industry. And a good example of this was offered um, a mother whose child was on eight different drugs. Five of those had different adherence apps, but none of those apps talked to each other, making the whole experience really cumbersome and a bit of a nightmare as well. This example demonstrates that there's work to be done to truly put patients at the centre and create that seamless journey for them when it comes to their disease management. And if that means collaborating with competitors, then so be it. It's not going to be a swift process, but putting in the time now will be crucial in the long run. I've heard the phrase content is king at many events recently. It's a phrase that farmer execs really love. And Next Farmer was no exception. It came up on so many occasions. And there's no doubt that farmer is great at creating content. But there was also a general consensus at the conference that what farmer is less good at is following that up. Feedback loops aren't always being utilized in the best possible way. Think of the customer. What do they want? How do they want it? When do they want it? Their wants and needs are changing so rapidly. So regular communication and feedback plus farmer being adaptable is imperative. One of the most powerful sessions was on measuring the impact of patient centricity. The session included insights from Diane Cannon, who is Director of Corporate Partnerships at Melanoma UK. And she spoke very passionately about the need to involve patients in every stage of R&D. It was all about being upfront and centre, not involving patients when it's too late. She also commented on the fact that patient centricity doesn't mean much to patients. That kind of terminology is very pharma. And I think there's therefore a potential vocabulary change needed there as well as the continuation and enhancement of that mindset change towards patient centricity. And taking that one step further, she emphasised the word people rather than patients. And her reasoning was simple. An individual isn't defined by their disease. They're first and foremost a person and they want to be seen as that individual rather than as a source of data, which I think is fair enough. Probably all of us would agree. She also urged Farmer not to think that one size fits all. Every disease at every disease stage is different and it's different for all people as well. And that's where that personalization is really key. 
Overall, much of the talk at the conference was very theoretical, and you'd expect that, but I think there's great momentum and an appetite for action. Only time will tell if this action turns into positive, tangible outcomes, but I think the future's bright in that respect. A lot of the topics discussed here and more will be coming up in gold over the next few months, including a fascinating roundtable on patient centricity from the patient perspective. So do look out for those. And now, without further ado, I'll hand over to Isabel and Dario. So Dario, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. I mean, still tired, but getting getting better. <laughs> <laughs> So we really wanted to get you back on just to hear what the event was like for you and also get some of your key takeaways, really, from some of those fantastic talks. But first of all, what I really want to know, I know this event was a long time in the making um, because of the pandemic. So what was it like to host your first in-person event since 2019? Well, thanks a lot, of course, once again for joining and for partnering with Next. It was really a great pleasure. Let me answer you with uh, that uh, we are all social beings and uh, somehow our brains grow in such encouraging social environment. Organizing a virtual conference uh, is also nice, but uh, you, you, you can't substitute that feeling of, of a live event. So for us, it really meant a lot. And, uh, I think that next year we will have an issue to deliver even more. And now the expectation bar is pretty, pretty high. So <laughs> that's the only problem which I see for 2023. Yeah, I can imagine it's a lot more effort to get all those people together in one room. But yeah, as you say, the rewards really do make it all worth it. Now, at the conference, obviously, it's a commercial conference quite focused on commercial. There was a bit of medical affairs content there as well, but commercial is generally the focus. So digital transformation was a topic that came up a lot. But this is a very broad term, arguably a buzzword. Were there any sort of main themes under this umbrella that really stood out to you from the conference? Let's be honest, let's be frank. We are all doing the very same things nowadays. We are all using the same software, the same strategies, uh, the same channels, the same approach. And uh, that's why we came maybe to a crossroads where our industry should really make serious questions and uh, try to identify uh, which path and which road we should, we should take now. Uh, so I would rather call it a transformation fatigue uh, instead of a digital transformation, because again, we see that we are coming out of this whole pandemic situation. And uh, you mentioned a very good point about, a point about medical affairs. Certainly we spoke a lot, or at least something about medical affairs, but uh, in my opinion, medical affairs nowadays is really interconnected with digital with typical commercial because at the end of the day nowadays you even in my opinion you can't even uh, you, you can't cross and, and put a line between those two functions everything is so interconnected especially when you speak about digital because we all know i mean even for digital content you need to have a sign off from medical right so at the end of the day we have to uh, we have to work collaborate all together and uh, pharma is now even a, a smaller island than it was in the past yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I actually loved a talk that I saw, which was about the role of the MSL and about how they've actually got a lot to learn from the way sales reps are equipped, because mm. often MSLs would just be sent out with a script, off you go, whereas sales reps would have all this fancy technology. And it's about empowering medical affairs with the exact same level of technology as their commercial counterparts are kind of getting. So yeah, that was a really big standout one for me as well. So 
Another thing I wanted to ask you about is kind of a common theme within the talks and it's challenges. Challenges were coming up here, there and everywhere. Is there one that came up um, in particular for you that maybe surprised you? Well, what surprised me is somehow that uh, we are still at the very beginning, right? Which is fine because, again, change and transformation is constant, so you can't avoid it and uh, it will always be here. But uh, I'm still surprised that uh, we didn't figure it out some very basic things like, uh, for instance, how to deliver a unique customer experience etiquette or how, for instance, to uh, implement some very tiny steps which might lead to incremental changes. Because uh, I still have the impression that our industry is having this opinion that uh, uh, we always miss the budget, we always have to be expensive to make uh, big, big tectonic moves. And uh, I, I think it's it's not the case because, again, you can even start change and changing with a small tiny step which then like a snowball can can uh, become huge and uh, really make a difference uh, in the eyes of your stakeholders customers patients who, whosoever you, you talk to so kind of touching on this then a lot of what was discussed was very theoretical it was future focused so What's your hope for the impact of the conference on some of these goals? Is it you hope people have made connections or you hope it's maybe sparked ideas? Like, What do you hope the outcome of this conference will be? Uh, very good question. And here I really have to say that compared to 2019, some things really changed dramatically. For instance, uh, back in 2019 and of course before that, uh, as a typical example, when you had a solution vendor, or usually the, the connection wasn't so good between pharma and those companies, right? Because... At the end of the day, pharma thought, okay, they want to sell something, which obviously is the case, and it, it is the case nowadays. But uh, I'm really, really fascinated that uh, nowadays pharma really looks after partnerships, which really makes me think that uh, finally we figured out that uh, collaboration is key. I always say, and this is my overall vision of Next, uh, our key stakeholders are satisfied delegates. So people who pay for the tickets are satisfied speakers. So people who are willing to speak and share their knowledge are next and who are satisfied uh, solution owners. Yeah, the attitude towards partnering, I think, really has transformed and kind of the openness to these technologies as well. So for my final question, Dario, um, what do you think the rest of 2022 holds for farmers, commercial and medical teams? By nature, Next is very future focused and obviously we'll be coming back, hopefully, to Dubrovnik in 2023. So what do you think will change between then and now? I mean, what will change uh, within one year? I think that uh, we will still try to figure out the part of customer experience. And we see that uh, absolutely every single pharma company is working on that. I think that one also very challenging trend will be how to position the digital rep, right? Because uh, I personally expect we will most probably have some COVID days at the end of the year, but again, who knows? So here, the role of the new modern digital rep will be very challenging. And uh, I would also say that now, uh, somehow we will maybe go into a way of downsizing the technology because uh, as earlier said, everyone is using the same tech. So everyone is using the same CRM, the same tools. And uh, if you would like to be innovative and if you would like to differ differentiate yourself, uh, you will really have to implement some way of focus, right? And uh, you can implement focus if you are really great and excellent uh, on, on particular channel. It's not about inventing a faster horse. It's about inventing the car. Exactly. 
Ask Henry Ford, right? Exactly. Well, Dario, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's been great to look back at the event with you. And yeah, really looking forward to doing it all again in 2023. And that's all for this special bonus episode of The Gold Podcast. Thank you to Dario and the Next Pharma Summit for partnering with us. And thanks to you for listening. To hear more fantastic interviews and pharma insights, don't forget to subscribe to Gold wherever you get your podcasts. And why not give us a review while you're there? Mark and I will be back next week when normal service will resume and we have two brilliant interviews for you on the topic of access to medicines. It's a fascinating listen, so be sure to tune in then. But for now, it's bye from me and we'll look forward to you joining us next week.